Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Piroworski. I am your co-host from the East Coast, coast with the most, with the co-host with the most here on The Rundown Craig already told you two-way views, conservative news, and uh, Craig, do you know what today is, by the way? Oh, that would be Taco Tuesday. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Out in the street. Yes, that's right, folks. It is Taco Tuesday, the day in which we enjoy, uh, well, I guess, folded up, <laughs> folded up tortillas uh, made of corn or flour and uh, good goodness, all, all sorts of goodness uh, there stuffed in the middle. Mucho tacos. Muy bien. <laughs> Any special plans today for Taco Tuesday? Uh, well, I already ate them for lunch, so uh, I might have some for dinner later. I made make sure I ordered some extra and I could bring home, uh, but I hid them, so hopefully they're still there. Well, we're going to be doing fish tacos today, so it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a very make make for a very very good dinner. I know the first time I heard that and found out it wasn't a slang term. I remember that day. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know it was a real thing. I know you get fish tacos. Yeah. No. Real, no, we it, it is a thing. It's not necessarily a slang, but oh, they're great. Now they do them here with like uh, you get like little like cod, like you would normally have like a fish and chips, but they cut cut it up in little pieces. Yeah, and then fry little pieces and put it in there. Oh my, those are ridiculous. Yeah, yes, yeah. most yeah. most delicious, most delicious. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Yeah, let's say hey to our good friends over at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. If you got a AR in the last five years, you probably already have one of their barrels that don't even know it, but now you could buy direct from them if you want to do your own build or rebarrel your current rifle. Hitmanindustries.net. Uh, California Republican Assembly, listen, they're, they're fighting a good fight there behind enemy lines. Make sure you reach out to them, see what they're doing, participate, and help out any way you can. And if you're looking for some awesome combat gear, some tactical gear, some web gear, go to US Combat Gear. Folks, once again, these are the people who bring us to you. Uh, it hopes that we will bring you to them. Please take a moment, visit their websites. It's in the it's in the description uh, to this program. Check them out. If you like what you see, which I am sure you will, make sure you spend some money with them, donate, become a member. Whatever they're asking you to do, go ahead and do it because trust me, it's worth it. Remember to tell them the guys over at the Rundown sent you. Also, please make sure you're sharing this program with your friends. Noticed, especially the podcast. You guys are doing a phenomenal job. We're watching our numbers grow leaps over bounds. So keep doing the good work. Now, those of you who are watching this on video, continue to do the same. Let folks know, look, if they want to listen, if they want to watch, wherever you get your podcasts, you will find the rundown to a news and conservative views, uh, as well as wherever you like to watch video, whether it's on OpsLens, whether it's on Spotify or YouTube, Facebook, 
uh, or Rumble, you can find you can find us. So check us out. Uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe, and encourage your friends to do the same. Do it. Craig said do it. Like, subscribe, share. Make sure you get it done. Do it, do it. Get her done. All right, yeah, let's I mean, get into let's get into today's topics and this is one that you're not going to hear many places you're only going to hear this this particular news item uh in uh center right uh, uh center right news outlets like fox news you'll probably hear it at the new york post or the washington times you will not hear it on cnn msnbc uh because well they just don't want you to know uh they don't want you to know this information and it has to do with the big guy. That's right. We're talking about uh, President Joe Biden at the time, Vice President Joe Biden, uh, as was referred to in the numerous messages and emails that were on the laptop of one Hunter Biden. Well, now it appears that there's a whistleblower and this whistleblower has uh, made it aware and revealed a number of different documents that, uh, well, that show that not only uh, that not only did Joe Biden know, right, but he was actually involved in several of his son Hunter's crony business dealings. Uh, now, Mike, once again, this is something that we're not going to hear much about from the mainstream media, but uh, I think this is a, a bombshell, once again, uh, in particular, for those who've been reporting on this stuff since the laptop first came out and yet have been silenced by big tech and, and the mainstream media. Yes, Craig, you know, I, I'd be willing to bet, I mean, I, I, the odds would have to be pretty high that we see this break uh, or, or at least released from one of those traditional liberal media sources. Like like we've said the past couple of weeks, we've seen CNN, we've seen CBS cracking a little bit. I think we might see it from one of them, but uh, you're real right. This is a <laughs> You'll see it on is, November 9th. You, you you will yeah that's probably when you'll see it you know <laughs> that's a, but I, I think I, I do I think we see it from one you know it might be a you know a backstage uh, or back page story but uh, you know I think we'll see something out of it but you're right this is this is huge this this is a you know every denial that they've put out since that laptop was found here's the proof that it was a lie and listen everybody knew it right when 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 you've got uh, the son of the vice president uh, you know who's who's traveling the world and making these big deals. And he's doing it with his last name, and for the father to say, "Oh, I, I, I had no idea what was going on," no one believed you. No one believed you at all. But they hated mean tweets so much; it didn't care. They didn't care. Right? Mean tweets did not matter. Uh, they hated mean yeah. tweets so much, so nothing else really mattered when it came to stuff right. like this. And once again, it's just to, to me what's interesting is that the once again the mainstream media will refuse to accept any culpability uh, for what they did. Uh, for the very, literally the fact, I mean, if you want to talk about collusion, if you want to talk about rigging an election, the mainstream media and big tech played a huge role in electing in electing Joe Biden uh, because they they had their favorite son, they had who they wanted, or not so much their favorite son, they, had, they knew who they didn't want. What they didn't want was Donald Trump. And the funny part is, is now many of them are actually regretting it. And they're regretting it because Donald Trump was, Donald Trump boosted their ratings. <laughs> Yes, absolutely right. Yeah, listen, they, they, they you know, the, the hatred, you know, they, they don't get it. Again, you know, the, the mean tweets, Craig, I actually found an interesting stat uh, uh, this morning, this morning or last night I found it, was, um, uh, you know, Donald Trump's tweets from when he was president, uh, because of inflation, those tweets he wrote four years ago are only worth 60% of what they were back then. 
Well, there you go. <laughs> it's true. It's true. What's that? That's like uh, a set of 280 words. They're only worth about uh, 180, something like that. Right. There you <laughs> go. They're only worth about 180 words. But, you know, Mike, that leads into our next story. Uh, because, you know, the, all, by all accounts, uh, or at least by honest pollsters, uh, Democrats are in trouble. Uh, and there's an article in the California Globe uh, today talking about some of the issues relating to, well, relating to relating to the Democratic Party. And what they're no, what they're noting in this piece is that while Republicans are focusing on key issues, Democrats are focusing on things that are well, really, voters absolutely positively do not care about. Right? Uh, Republicans are focusing on issues uh, relating to to uh, inflation and the economy. If you look at that, 37 and 29%, those are the issues, and immigration, those are the issues that we're fo- Republicans are focusing on. Crime, those are the issues. Now, once you get down here to women's rights, healthcare, and guns, those tend to be the issues that vote that are, are less on the minds of voters, right? Those are issues that tend to be further down. By the way, when they're talking about guns, they're talking about gun confiscation. They're talking about gun control. Um, right. But the key here is <clears throat> Democrats are in trouble because the people care about one thing and the, uh, the politicians on the Democratic side are talking about something completely different. And that's the reason why they're saying in these upcoming midterms, Democrats are going to, uh, well, going to get their, their uh, butts kicked. Craig, bring that back up for a second so I can point something out to the folks there. Um, you, you, ever, you ever watch, uh, let's say, Jeopardy and a... You get an answer, and it could be the you know two answers could be the same. Like, you know, what is what is this? And they show it, and it's a chickpea, which is also a garbanzo bean. So the so the you, you could have both answers, but they have to go to the judge and say, okay, that answer is acceptable. Um, look, look at look at these categories they have here. All right, mm-hmm. um, price increases and inflation. Well, that's that's a pretty good thing. Um, how is that not economy? How is that not the same thing as the economy? How is not the same thing as taxes? How is that not the same thing as as uh, the national debt and budget? I, I I don't know where they get these answers from. Half of them are the same thing, uh, and, and they're and they're completely skewing these numbers to, to look the way they they want them to look. Uh, well, because know, it's downplaying the economy. You're correct. Cor- yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, all all of it in here is you know is is the same way. Everything that they've got in here just takes and tears it apart the the items and uh, and makes it makes it. Uh, yeah, how is corruption not part of crime? Okay, it's <laughs> just, I, sorry, yeah. Uh, education and school safety. How come they don't go together? It's just, you know. But <laughs> anyway, again, just the, just the, the fallacy of polls, folks. When you look at this, uh, see what they're doing. Take a look at what they're doing. Do your own research. Uh, if if you see you know, them asking you the same question three different ways or giving you the same answer three different ways, move on. Go find another. Well, one. but but here's but here's the thing though that I get from this, Mike is. Even though they're trying to tear, this is once again, this is a Democratic pollster. They're trying yes. to tear the issues apart so that it'll make Democrats look good. It still makes them look bad. I mean, yes. this is a th- this is a poll that skewed their direction, and yet, and still, yes. they're still not talking about the issues that are important right. to voters. Yeah, they listen. They absolutely have no clue, right? But it, it, you know, the like you see in this poll. They're trying to redirect you. If you added up the three polls having to do with inflation, taxes, and the economy, it would be 90% of everybody's concern. They're trying to downplay, like, like you just said, Craig, the importance of what people are seeing as the problem. Right. 
Well, exactly. That's their goal. But now imagine if this were an honest poll. <laughs> like you said, you would probably yeah. see that that almost everyone, the number one top issue is going to be uh, inflation. It's going to be the economy. It's going to be taxes. Dollar, all, dollar bills, y'all. That's what it's about. Dollar, dollar bills. Everyone, James, right, that's everyone's yeah. top concern right now. James Carville said it's the economy, stupid. Yep, exactly right. People, yep, yep. people like the you know they. I mean, it, it hurts. I, dude, and you probably have gone through this. You go to the grocery store, uh, if you, especially if you, if you know, my wife usually goes does the does the shopping. My wife and whatnot. But I went to the grocery store, man, and I I was like four hundred dollars, and I'm like for what? Like what did I walk away with for four hundred dollars? I remember you should be yeah. able to buy a big screen TV for four hundred bucks. No, you're right. Uh, it's definitely uh, at least, uh, and I do because I do the majority of the shopping because um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm the, the the cook. So um, it's at least thirty to fifty percent higher on on yeah. on, on daily uh, sustenance items. Oh, it's it is ridiculous, and we're you know, yeah. I, luckily I was in a position where I was doing well, but all of a sudden I'm realizing that I don't I, I don't have as much money at the end of the month as I used to. I'm just hoping yeah. I don't go to the point where I have more month than money. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. No, very true. Very true. Listen, you always got that extra kidney to get rid of, you know. So There you go. Don't don't, don't really need it, you know. Yeah. Anyway, moving right along. All right, immigration is one of the issues that was there that you saw that seemed to be important to voters, uh, but it didn't seem to be very important, doesn't appear to be very important to the White House. Now, Arizona has decided that they're going to take steps to try and secure their border. There are many places in Arizona where there are gaps in their border wall because, oh, I don't know, Biden won't finish the border wall or he's refused to finish the border wall, even though he's actually has been having them do some work on the border wall. Anyway, all that having been said, they decided to put these containers up there in Arizona. Well, these these containers up, these cargo containers, well... They have been ordered by the federal government to remove these containers, saying that they do not comply with federal law. So, Mike, what you have here is you have a federal government who said, we're not going to do our job and secure the Arizona border with Mexico. You have the folks who are there in in Arizona say, well, we're going to put these things up in order to secure our border and protect our citizens. And you have the federal government saying, nope, can't do that. Can't protect your citizens. Yeah, this is uh, this could be a good fight out there. You got uh, Governor Ducey, who's uh, you know conservative, uh, you know pro pro uh, uh, control there at the border, uh, and, and these things have been up, Craig, six months, uh, you know, a year now. Uh, you know, it's not like uh, they went up yesterday. Um, and, and listen, for those who don't know, those 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 are the twenty foot containers. Um, there there are thousands and thousands of thousands of these around the country that are not serviceable by means of. Uh, they don't meet the DOT standard for trap for travel on the, on the on the roadways anymore. So they go and become construction trailers or barrier blockers like they have here. So that, you know they're getting the second and third purpose out of them. Uh, uh, Craig, I I would I'd, I'd continue to build these things. I'd continue to put them up out there. And when the federal government says um, these are, they're not a compliance, you can't have these out there. I go, what what are you talking about? What? Well, I have no but, you're talking about. but but Mike, he, here's what's funny. So. As a part of their reasoning, what they argue is they say, well, having those there are in conflict with uh, with 
the contracts that we have to have people build that border wall. Now, mind you, they have not assigned these contracts. They have no sign. They, they don't have contracts with anybody. They just have these contracts that they're supposed to issue. And they have not been issued. Now, here's the funny part. This is the line that gets me. All right. In their letter, they say the unauthorized placement of those containers constitutes a violation of federal law and is a trespass against the United States. The letter states that trespass is harming federal lands and resources and impeding the reclamation's ability to perform its mission. Mike, let's be clear. The, those things constitute a trespass on the United States because it's keeping people from illegally trespassing into the United States. Yeah. And they say yeah, it's keeping good. them from doing their job, which is to keep people out of the United States who aren't supposed to be here. Yeah, listen, and, and I'm sure this is the, the administration uh, is, is not telling the truth about this. We know that. Um, I guarantee you Arizona is smart enough. Governor Ducey and his people are smart enough that they didn't go drop them on the border itself that they backed them up a hundred yards and made a line in Arizona and not on the federal border zone, you know? So, so, you, you know, just make sure, Hey, listen, they're, they're hundred yards back. You've got plenty of access room there to go in and do what you want to do. And, uh, uh, they're, they're not on your lands, but again, I would do the whole, what are you talking about? That's just, that's just the property owners. They just, that's where they store their, their trailers. That's where they put them. You know, I, I just think that it's, it is beyond odd that, that, that your job is to protect the border and you're saying you can't protect the border because they're protecting the border. Right, and right. Yep. You need to stop protecting the border so that we cannot protect the border, which is our job to protect the border. Okay, I'm confused. Uh, you know, Craig, my, my one concern about these there, and other other than this, I think it's a great idea, um, is that the, the the illegal immigrants they like cut a hole in them in one side and then they move in. <laughs> they just you know, they they occupy it'd be the world's longest apartment complex. It's not real wide, but it's the longest apartment complex. Actually, I think there's a, 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 I think there's a show on HGTV about how to turn those trailers into homes. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the next time we go down to the border to check on the progress, you're going to find like this swanky long apartment complex. You know? like, I don't know if swanky is the term that I would use, but yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. That's it. You get some good tacos though. All right. Uh, Mike, now coming out of California, coming out of Sacramento, California, is good news. In case you have not heard, the COVID emergency is coming to an end. That's right. The state of California, the land of fruits and nuts, is a, the governor has officially declaring an end to the COVID emergency in the state of California. You know, because so many people have been dying over the last you know, so many people have been dying. So much harm is being done by COVID uh, that uh, we are still, by the way, in a state of emergency in the state of California. And uh, the governor, Gavin Mussolini, or El Duche, as we like to call him, uh, has said that there is going to become an end to California's COVID-19 state of emergency. There's only one problem, Mike. It's not happening until February. February. That, that, that's when it's going to happen, Mike. February. So he well, will he have a COVID. total of almost three years if he's reelected because he's up for reelection uh, right yep. now. Um, if he gets reelected, which chances are he will, he will have had three years of emergency powers. Yeah, um, uh, this is uh, 
why four months? By the way, I think he's trying to give COVID a chance to come back a little bit. You know, we want you know something for the uh, the winter twenty two twenty three season, a new a new strain that he's going to create out there. But uh, I, I, you you guys still have provision going. I mean, we killed it in Florida two and a half years ago. Craig. Half years ago, our governor went, "Hey, COVID, get out of here," and that was it. It was done. Um, we don't have to deal with it anymore. But you guys are still under his thumb uh, statewide. Now, I will say we do get a couple of. You, you know, like uh, you know, crazy loony, uh, you know, uh, mayors and stuff like that that pop up and, you know, they yell some, you know, no nukes, no nukes, some liberal nonsense. And they, they talk about COVID and we're all it's just like, just put, send that guy home. Send that guy home. He doesn't know where he is. Send him home. Well, once again, the, the, the problem is, is that it, the in order for him to not have those emergency powers, the state legislature has to vote to say, no, 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 they have to change. They have to change the rules. And uh, seeing as how the legislature is has basically uh, a super majority of of Democrats, they're not going to challenge the governor. It, it's just it, sadly that's that's just kind of how it is. Their, their own members of their own party are not willing to challenge the governor uh, and his emergency powers, in part because the, some of this is stuff that they would like to see happen. But here's the thing: right. if there is a if there is a ramification, if there's a problem, if someone has issues, takes issue with it, which many people in California, by the way, do, all they can say is, "Well, that that's the governor. I, you know, he he declared a state of emergency. We didn't do that to you. Uh, you you need to take that up with the governor." Yeah, you know, Craig, uh, I know you got your supermajority. You got all your governor with his issues out there. You might want to look into uh, getting with Arizona, getting some of these containers, maybe uh, building yourself a wall around the counties that don't want to be part of that state anymore and just get it over with. Get it over with. Yeah, well, the sad part is is that, unfortunately, I'm also in a county that would be probably on the wrong side of that wall. <laughs> I would have to pack my stuff and leave my county, leave my home uh, here in Sacramento. I would then become part of the new republic of california the people's republic of 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 california sadly yeah yeah you gotta you gotta get out you gotta get to the other side or cut a hole in that one of those containers and move in they move in yeah. <laughs> uh you, i'm telling 20. you man look look you you know what hey i got i got an idea so they could do a new show put those on the border and do a new hgtv building at the border there you go <laughs> you know, do we, uh, what is it, uh, uh, love it or leave it, you know? <laughs> Something there, like oh, there um, you go. There you go. Love it or leave it. So you build a home out of a container on the border and you decide whether or not you want to leave. <laughs> you, either love, you either love that container or you want to leave it and you're going to leave the country. Listen, I mean, down in Arizona, New Mexico and Texas, it, this would be great. It's going to be waterfront property. You know, that's, that's always a plus, right? So... <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. You know, Craig, Craig is a guy who lived in a container for over a year, a half of a container. I had a 10 foot section of a container that uh, when I was able to not be spending my time in the desert, I could go back to and drop my gear and plop on the floor down there and just relax. But I, I lived in a container for, for uh, like I said, for over a year or, or that's where my, my, my cot was when I was able to get back to it. But uh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad at digs. I'll tell you that. Well, my, my son-in-law, who's been deployed both in Africa as well as in the Middle East, um, he, yeah, he's, he's lived in a container for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he has said pretty much yeah, we, the same thing. We called it um, uh, either back on the cell block or back in Legoland. Back in Legoland. There you go. There you yeah. go. All right, let's move on to our parting shots for today. This first one. 
This first one is in honor of our current president. Now, we all know that he is uh, somewhat challenged when it comes to reading from the teleprompter. Uh, tell me... Get any questionable uh, calls. Please tell us by going to report fraud, report fraud, D-O-T-F-T-C dot gov. Okay, I wanted to play that one a little earlier than I was ready, but tell me if you can pick out the gaff in that particular in that particular uh, uh, appearance on the teleprompter with the teleprompter. Honestly, Craig, when I watched it the first time I watched it, I thought he was talking about the Department of Transportation's website. Uh, <laughs> is what I thought he was talking about because he says uh, report fraud dot com, and I was like. Well, oh, I guess we're doing this through the Department of Transportation. I'm making notes and everything. <laughs> I didn't realize he was talking. It should have been report fraud dot. You know, it's a, yeah. So Democrats, yeah. he's not you man. elect Democrats. You elected him. That that's your guy. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah but no I realize today, so I realize that he is much more sensitive when tweeting. Yeah, <laughs> but every yes. other time, dude is yeah. dude is not. And, and the worst part is, is that his vice president is worse than him. Yeah. Yeah, right. Isn't Dan Quayle looking like a genius right now, by the way? Dan oh. Quayle is definitely looking like a yeah. genius. Uh, most the, <laughs> Listen, that guy didn't know if there was an E on the end of potato. That was it. That was his gaffe. That was it. You know, you know, eight years, he spelled potato wrong once. Look at what she's doing every day. Well, and you know, Dan Quayle is often un- the, one of the most underrated vice presidents in that, by all accounts, Dan Quayle was a very smart, very intelligent individual. He made that one yeah. mistake, and it, he's never, ever, ever been able to live it down. That's right. That's right. Yep. All right. Yep. This next parting shot, well, you know us. We love to do memes. And so this one we felt was wholly appropriate, and we thought that y'all would get a kick out of it. Uh, go ahead and uh, de- describe this one, Mike, for the people who are just listening. So there's a, a, a like an emergency services dispatcher there sitting at the computer, got his little headset on, and then there's obviously a troubled person calling him. And the uh, the caller says, hello, 911, I'm dying. And 911 says, let, let me see. He, goes, he says, what? He goes, what meme are you looking at? He goes, no, I'm literally dying. And the operator says, uh, LMAO, tag me. So it, it, it's just a... <laughs> A little, a little play. It's a meme meme, you know, is what it's a, it is. Really. It's a, it is a meme on memes. And that's the whole yes. point is that yeah. <laughs> I, I will just tell you that uh, it takes a particular wit to be able to communicate some of these jokes uh, via memes. It is it is a talent and uh, it's one that I greatly appreciate. You're welcome. All righty, Mikey. Well, we're coming up near the end of the program, so it's time to do no, once no, again. No, no. Give we, a sh- have, we have one more meme. We have one more meme uh, uh, at the border. You know, they've, they've come up with a new way to keep uh, Mexicans from coming across the border. Oh, you snap. You are 100% yeah. correct. Hold on. I will and pull I, it up I, right. I will, I will introduce, I will talk to, our, talk to our folks again and tell them to visit our good friends at Hitman Industries. Hitmanindustries.net. Go get all your AR barrel needs while you're there. Uh, California Republican Assembly, they could use your assistance fighting the fight over there. Make sure you check them out. Maybe send them a dollar dollar bill, y'all. And then when you got extra dollar bills left over, go to uscombatgear.com and get you, or sorry, it's uscombatgear.com and get you uh, some, <laughs> some good web gear and combat gear. Okay. All right. So they've come up with a new way in which to prevent people from crossing the border. Now, 
you all know what we what we use you know if you want to keep if you want to keep you know crows out of your out of your fields what do you what do you what do you use i i use uh um what do farmers use not what do you use i I want to know what you use um a, a scarecrow right a scarecrow well if you want to keep people from illegally crossing the border what would you then use uh a trump crow scare trump no a scare mexican there we go (laughs) (laughs) so the only issue that i have with this one is is that it's not just mexicans who are coming across our southern border (laughs) right so maybe it should be scare mexico because we're trying to scare the everybody there yeah right so So you put trump up at the border that basically that's what you do you put trump up at the border that's it. Exactly. I put a, put this uh, scarecrow Trump up at the corner and nobody's coming across. Yeah. yeah, that was a very orange version of Trump, too. Actually, it was probably a little more skin tone than Trump actually is. Well, he's living, he's living in Palm Beach now. He's not up in D.C. anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Well, folks, hey, that's going to be it for today's program. We very much appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. We'll be back tomorrow on Hump Day. See you then.